Hey friends, you're listening to the Nod Wines Podcast, episode seven, and it's 2023. Cheers to the new year. You deserve all the blessings and the new experiences that are on their way to you. When we mention the new year, we always think about resolutions, reinventing ourselves and goals. I recently did a talk on intentions and I reflected on my tendency to draw towards intentions versus goals. Intentions feel more lifestyle oriented, while goals feel more task oriented. Though I am a big believer in setting and crushing goals, I also have learned that we can't always predict our journey or even know where we want to go on our journey. Some of us can be nervous to proclaim goals because if they don't come to fruition, it feels like a failure. Sometimes we change our minds after trying something on and realizing that wasn't for us. Or sometimes we try our best and genuinely things just don't work out. It can be easy to make a plan when we know where we want to go. But what about those of us that truly don't know where we want to go? Or maybe have a blurred vision. We want the adventure, but we're flexible on the location. If you're like me, you may live your life in between these spaces. My values, which designated my priorities... I understand there are different seasons for priorities, and uh, the hardest thing is that I'm a type A type of planner, but I have to be open to opportunities. These are all things I've learned over the past couple years. This mindset, uh, which has led my life really, I guess, especially since 2020, Uh, because who really remembers life before 2020? And intentionally, uh, I think I've set my marker for success as happiness. Energy can be hard to keep up and life is not always easy. There is such value in having a community to support the moves and grooves of life. Though Nod Wines is a community built on the love of wine, in this season of my life, pregnancy to be exact, wine is less of a priority, but community is more important than ever. Today's guest quickly became part of my community in 2020. She was an undeniable energy. I did not really meet in person until I think 2021. Today, yeah, 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 very late 2021. (laughs) Today, I call her a friend and yes, we met virtually. Marie Thomas, owner of Re Thomas Design and host of the Remix podcast, and I were introduced through a mutual friend when I was looking to brand Nod Wines. I had no clue what I wanted my brand to look like, but I wanted it to reflect me. And without even even meeting me, Re did just that. After some very enthusiastic phone conversations about natural wine and just really life, she caught my vibe and ran with it. Rhee, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. How are you? I'm doing good. And yeah. it's funny that your little intro is very aligned with where I'm at, too. So that's kind of... And we didn't talk about this. We did not at all. So I was like sitting here like, keep it together. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> no, yes, yes. Um, I'm in a good spot now. Yeah. Went through some rocky shit. But we're, yeah. we're doing better. That's life, right? We're doing better. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, life and that's community. And I think as we go into this next year, I don't know, I really thought about as have, having you as this first guest of this year because of just conversations we've had. I mean, we don't talk all the time. I don't get to see you all the time because yeah. life is just life. Yes. But it's just, we've always aligned on energy. And um, as I step into this new phase of my life in a role that you are just crushing it at, Thank you. I, I think of you as really an inspiration. And that's why I wanted to have you on. 
thank you so much. Oh, yeah. you are you're trying to get me to cry today. <laughs> <laughs> Crying's okay. Crying's okay. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about redesign and the brands that you typically work with. I like well, I work with all kinds of different people, but I really like working with people that are super passionate about what they are passionate about. Yeah. I don't have to know anything like natural wines. I knew zero. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a category of thing. I was like, what? Okay. So like after I talked to you, I did a deep dive on the internet because if I don't know, I need to know a little bit. I need to be able to like fumble my way through a conversation or at yeah. least like pull, be able to pull some stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so working with people that are super passionate about what they're passionate about, no matter what it is. Um, so that tends to be the smaller businesses, yeah, the nonprofits, the organizations, the, those sorts of people. Um, and that's kind of the common thread. They're passionate about whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know what? I feel like you're that passionate about what you do. Yes. You know, even if you're on the other side of kind of like the client work, I just, I was like, oh my gosh, I like her energy. I mean, we're just talking for the phone and I just need to work with her already. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you have to be, right? Like when yeah. you go to get your haircut, you're not going to get your haircut by somebody that has a funky haircut. Yep. That is very true. Right? So... <laughs> I got to be passionate and like know what I want and like know how to get you out there, know how to get you passionate about it. Because if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to be like, all right, here's my money. Run right. with it. Right. Um, so it's like a trust thing. Yeah. 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 Definitely building that trust with clients and kind of building off what makes them unique also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how I found, I mean, that's where the colors came from. Like it was you talking about the colors of the natural wine. Yeah. And then I saw it again when I was researching it and stuff and I was like, huh, okay, that's something. And I like, I remember writing like orange and pink next uh -huh. to like something in my sketchbook. And I was like, okay, I'll remember that. But like, and just talking to you, I know it's going to be energetic. So being bright, you're going to go with bright. Like yeah. you'll be okay with that. Yeah. And you wanted something that wasn't, was wine, but wasn't wine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want it to be specific to wine because I also wasn't selling wine. Like yeah. I wasn't selling wine at the time. And I knew that I was passionate about wine and, you know, coincidentally, orange is my favorite color, even before all the wine yeah. and everything. I just love the color orange and what it stands for and kind of um, the uniqueness of it. Um, so how did you, okay, when we had our first phone call and I was telling you all about natural wine yep. and I remember where I was sitting in Oakland in my home then and like, what was your thought process approaching this? Like, I know you said you, you have researched something if you don't yeah. know a lot about it, but what did that feel like, I guess? Well, the first part is always the research of the client. Okay. Um, knowing how bold they are because there's some stuff like I wouldn't have given that logo option to a lot of clients. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really wouldn't have. Like, a lot of people wouldn't have gone for it um, because, oh, that doesn't look like an A. It totally looks like an A, but whatever. But, you know, like, there's people that see it that way, right? But I need to know that about them because I want, it, I want them to love it. At the end of the day, I want the client to love what they got. Yeah. Not what I love, which, you know, sometimes that's great. Sometimes it works out that way. But a lot of times it's whatever they want, right? Um so when I was doing yours, talking to you, that was research day one, was yeah. talking to you. And I remember, I don't know where I was at, but I remember I was walking because like when I do client calls like that, I tend to be up mobile and just like pacing or whatever. Because mm -hmm. I sit at the desk a lot. So, hey, I have a chance that I don't have to actually be sitting there typing right. stuff up. And I'll have like a notebook open somewhere along my walking route in the house or whatever so I can write stuff down as yeah. we're talking or whatever. And I just remember like this chick like, 
yes, this is awesome. <laughs> like what? Like I don't even know any of this stuff, but I want to know this stuff now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued. Okay. And so um, going into the internet, Google, type yeah. in natural wine. Yeah. Let's see what pops up. And then because I had the conversation with you, I knew of some key words. I knew of some general information. So when I went upon the site, okay, this is a good site. This isn't a good site. It's not natural wine. It just has natural in their key words. So right. it was popping up. So um, just digging into that stuff and then like, okay, just sketching random stuff if I see something. Um just going from there, just weird, random stuff coming together and then sitting with it. Yeah. Like putting all that information in my head and letting the little elves that are back there work on it while I'm driving, while I'm taking a shower, while I'm doing whatever. Yeah. And then ideas will come up I, all the time, throwing a piece of paper back to my kids or my daughter since she has a phone now. Hey, text me these words. And it could have nothing to do with each other. It could be like frog, blue, and porcupine I don't know and she'd yeah. be like what I'm like don't worry it's just to get whatever thought process is going on right now re-triggered um and then that stuff kind of come together and I don't remember how the wine mark came up I think that was you actually yeah yeah so because I remember when you sent me over the options I loved the fonts of nod and wines um but then after that there was um I was like, you know, it's missing something. I think we, we need something to pull together. Here. Yeah. Yeah. And it just felt like something else was missing. And I decided, I was like, oh, I, I, I don't know if I was on, maybe I was just drinking wine. It was 2020, you know, we spent a lot of time at home. <laughs> I think you that texted me a picture. It. I think that's yeah. what happened. <laughs> yeah. And I said, hey, you know, the, the, the ring around there kind of represents, you know, that bottle after it's been on the table, you had a great night with friends mm -hmm. and community. That circle represents unity and, you know, coming together. But then also there was... Yeah, like the bottle's finished also. It only leaves that ring after you poured some glasses. Yes. And then, it, yeah, we've all had that ring happen. And so that that's where that came in for me. And I love that part because you just had the Nod Wines and that was it that I sent to you. And there was some other option with like wine glasses and stuff, I think. I think yes. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, I think I was thinking about wine glasses and I was like, oh, that feels too traditional. And I just wanted something else. So yeah. I love this one because it can go for anything. Yeah, and it has the modern femininity that I wanted in it, mm -hmm. um, but with just being bold too. So thank you so much. I love it. I really do. And when I walked into this process, when I got on the phone with you, I was like, I don't know what I want. Yeah. I don't even know what I want Nod Wines to look like, but I felt like when I saw it, I would just know and like feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why I try to um, ask the right questions. It's a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's getting to know you. It's getting to know your business, getting to know like how serious you are about it. How much are you into it? Is it a money thing? Is it a passion? Is it, you know, all those things. Um, and then just getting words from you because I don't know nothing about it. So yeah. let me get some keywords that I can look up later and figure out more stuff about it. And you also were really just like always thinking about it. Yeah. So, yeah. so that helps. And I have clients like that where they're in my DMs like, Hey, I had this idea. Yeah. Or, Hey, what do you think about this? Or something. And I'm like, okay, cool. We can work with that. Or sometimes I'm like, mm, maybe You're not. throwing me off here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yes, it was fun working with you because you were just, like I said, I work off that energy. 
Yeah. And I think the more passionate people are about it, the more the, it comes out in the final product. Yeah. And, you know, at the time when I was building and still building the brand, putting things out on the internet is what we had, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you are a really big social media person too. So you don't just do graphic design, but you also kind of help build other brands and working with social media and your reels are really fun to watch too. You know, I fought that, right? <laughs> like I didn't want to do social media. Like I fought it to the bitter end and I was like, fuck, I finally, oh, fine, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you, it just looks like it comes so natural to you. Um, so I remember in October during Retober, we mm-hmm. talked about social media as a tool for small businesses yeah. and building brands. Um, I guess what are the top three ways? I know there's so many, so I was thinking, oh, maybe let's stick with three ways okay. that social media can be beneficial to small brands. It helps you stay top of mind. Like, I've been doing this for a long time, and I cannot tell you how many times I had to remind people of what I do after they went to somebody else. They went like, oh, yeah, I just got these business cards done. And I'm like, so I'm your friend, and I have this business? Like, (laughs) you know that's what I do for a living, right? That's what feeds my kids. And they're just like, oh, I forgot. So it's that. It's keeping top of mind Mm -hmm. um, because people forget. That's not, I mean, that's just everybody. Yeah. They're not going to remember all the things you do. Um, so that's something that's that small businesses can do. Selling stuff. Doing those like live show, like sales and stuff. That's how that thing got sold over there. Um, he was like, I want that. Deliver it to <laughs> the loft and I'll pick it up. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so utilizing the tools that, because this is free too. Yeah. All it costs is time. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can make it look super pretty and ha- pay somebody to do it. But honestly, as a small business, we don't do that. We can't do that. We don't have the money for it. So all it costs is time. Right. So not, why not utilize these free tools to get out in front of people that you couldn't on a regular basis? Yeah. Um, and getting your brand solidified. Most of the time, I don't even put my logo on my stuff. But I use the same colors all the time. Yeah. It's still like, okay, you know, that's my post when you're scrolling through real quick. Right. So I maybe. I see your fonts typically. Yeah. I see your fonts and just, they're speaking to me and I already know that it's your post without exactly. looking at your handle. So then you're like, okay, I want to read that because usually I like that stuff or whatever. You know, like it creates that brand continuity. I'm out on the streets. Hey, they know that's my stuff. You know, like it's just the brand thing. So all, and all these things are free. Yeah. You just got to be consistent, which it's hard. Yeah. It's not easy to do. No. But. That's, yeah, if you can do it, I tell everybody, just do a little bit. Even if it's just once a week, at least you're doing something. Yeah. And you'll build it and you'll build it and you keep doing more. But don't like try to say, oh, I'm going to do it every day, three times a day. No. Baby steps. It's okay to build it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get there, great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of, I'm just thinking, I've been in Oak Park just hanging out. I went to dinner and I saw your logo on the side of your car. And I was like, oh, Ree's here. (laughs) She's somewhere here. Um, And just kind of that brand recognition. Um, And I think another thing that I like to tell people too is that, you know, people get to know you as as a person, Mm -hmm. um, as a brand. So there are so many people that do eyelashes that, you know, sell wine. Mm -hmm. There's so many wine brands out there, whatever. Um, But you look and you get to know their personality. You get to know the person you're going to be spending time with when you're getting a service done. You get to know the people behind the wine that you're drinking. Um, You just get to know the heart of the business that way. So when you have opportunities to spend your money on something, you're like, oh, I really like that person. Yeah, I want to shop from them or buy for them or want to invest in them because I feel a connection. 
And a lot of the times I connect with people on things that aren't even related to my business. Yeah. Same. It's the kids. Yeah. um, And things that my kids do. Like my kid does dance. Yeah. I have made so many friends through that world just because my kid dances. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just our, um, my hikes, that, that thing, uh, doing my art, just all these other little things, going to the movies, my music, those things that have nothing to do with my business. Yeah. But I've connected with people on that level. And then now our friends or now they're working with me or whatever it is, but you got to find ways to connect with people. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I think that actually showing, I think showing your life and personality mm-hmm. can show your creativity from a different lens as well, too. Uh, do you think, have you always considered yourself a creative person? So I look back and I've always been that person, cool. but like shy, undercover, I'm not that good artist. You artist. shy? Oh my goodness. Like what? <laughs> I tell people this all the time and they're like, what? I was the quiet kid in the corner and art wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, I'm so good at this thing and I'm just going to do it all the time. It was, I'm going to keep away from people and they'll leave me alone if I'm over here in the corner doing this. Or I want to fall into a world because I don't want to be in this world right now. Mm -hmm. So that's, so it coping mechanism. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, So I didn't really think I was. I always had crayons with me, and I swear every Christmas, every birthday, there was at least two, like, arts-related presents, right? Yeah. So I was, it was always around, but I didn't realize I was good at it. And that's something that I think my mom saw, because she was the one that was around all the time. So she was always the one getting me this stuff and, like, supporting me in a way that was her way of supporting me. Yeah. She wasn't good at the, like, lovey-dovey, like... I'm going to take you to all these art things or whatever. Like, here, here's something, you know, like, just quiet support, you know? yeah. Um, And I kept doing it. I went into middle school. I moved around a lot. It wasn't until middle school that I actually, like, settled into one spot for more than a year. Mm -hmm. All up till then, I moved, like, at least once a year. Minimum. So um, now I had to learn how to be somebody all the time. Because before, I could reinvent myself. Yeah. Right. But now I had to be this person all the time. And I was living in Salinas. Do you know anything about Salinas? I do. I do. My sister. It's a little rough. Yeah. It can be rough. And a kid coming from, I was a very tomboy type of child. Mm -hmm. Still am. (laughs) (laughs) Moved to a place where it was, it was looked down to be that kind of person. Mm -hmm. All the girls wear makeup and doing all this stuff and everything. And I was just like, I don't fit in. And on top of that, there's this very big divide, red and blue. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I was neither. I didn't want to be either. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. But I needed to play. I needed to be Switzerland. I needed to be in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. I knew how to draw. I started doing old English letters. Yeah. Doing all these like low rider art ma- type things. Go look at a low rider magazine, tattoos, all that stuff. I was drawing all that stuff. Yeah. All the time. The flowers, the peacocks, all the things. Both sides like that. Yeah. Both sides didn't care that I was still cool with both sides. Art has a way of bringing people together. Well, at least making me so I didn't have to choose a side. Right. Right. I didn't have to. I could always teeter on either side and nobody was freaking out. (laughs) And it wasn't until junior, senior year that my art teacher said something asked me to be an AP art. Wow. I was like, 
me? <laughs> what? And I'm looking around all these other people. Nah, nah, nah. I can't be in the class with all these people. No, I think you should do it. I really, really do. Fuck it. Right. All right. Go for it. That's my elective for the year. And I get extra credits? Cool. Because it's AP? All right, let's try it out. Let's, let's give it a whirl. And then it was a poster up in the, in the classroom, a college recruiting poster. It was a school that I ended up going to because it was in that classroom. I didn't wow. make it. I didn't get a chance to apply to colleges. Because you know how it's like you can only apply during the November month or whatever it is. Right. There's that window. So this was back in the day where we didn't have Wi-Fi. We had good old <laughs> dial-up. And paying for things on the internet was a pain in the ass. Yeah. So here I am trying to get these applications out. And I hate that kind of stuff. I'm not... I can tell you what you should write, but it's not going to sound the best, right? Like, you need right. to fill all these things out. My parents weren't helping. I have to pay for it myself. Yeah. And those things are like 50, 100 a pop. Easy. Mm -hmm. I ended up not getting a single application in. But then I saw that poster in my art class. Wow. And they there's no deadline to apply. You can apply whenever. All you got to do is fill out this little card. Uh -huh. And then we'll call you and we'll talk about it. I can talk to somebody about application. Hell yes. Yeah. And then that's what totally made me go to the art direction. I didn't, never was even thinking art was going to be my thing. Wow. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Like, I just did it as a, a me thing. Yeah. So let yeah. me try it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a lot of the time I felt like, oh, dang, people have all these goals set and this is exactly where they want to go to school and this is what they want to do and they have it all set and it made me feel like, oh, maybe I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. Maybe I don't know what I want to do. But- I, and I think you do this too, like life, life just leads sometimes mm -hmm. and you're on the road with it. And that's, I don't, that's really what makes life life. Yeah. Right. We roll with it. Um, there's the moves and grooves and whatever comes to be. Sometimes you create your goals and intentions as life is going on instead yes. of sitting back, creating them. And that just sounds like your art school story too. You're yeah. like, oh, hey, look at that. Like, I was it, like hey. <laughs> Why Maybe not? Work. Yeah. 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 Well, because I know I'm, I had options. I had options of a school in Chico to give me, they were going to give me partial scholarship and to play basketball for the school. Mm -hmm. But like my senior year, I wasn't feeling basketball anymore. Yeah. I was doing it because I knew it kept me out of trouble, looked good on college transcripts. And I, my friends were there. I'll, I'll, I'll stay with it. Right. Yeah. But then I got that, that, that offer and I was like, mm. it was a junior college. No, no, no knock. <clears throat> I was like, I can do that. It was a coach that I knew from another school. So, all right. But then I was like, I don't know. Is basketball really going to do something for me? Yeah. Like, well, that's really, and the WNBA had been out for like three years at this point. Uh -huh. maybe, not even, maybe two. Like it was very, very, very new still. So I was like, what am I really going to do? Yeah. It doesn't sound like your passion was there anymore either. Yeah. And I was just like, well, okay. Well, let's just, art school it is. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that opened up into you creating your own business. And yeah. Like well, because I had interned for a guy. He was my he was my presser. I entered for his office. And it was this little three-story, small little office. He was on the third floor. Walk up in San Francisco. I mean, I think this place was bigger than that place. <laughs> and it probably cost four times as much to rent. Right. <laughs> but it was uh, him, his co-owner, his friend, 
and then a rotating intern person that they would have in. And I'm sitting there watching him and I'm like, he's like, all right, I'm taking off. Gotta go get my kids or whatever. Like he's still living his life. Oh, so I'm taking lunch. Fuck it. We're going to take lunch now. Yeah. And like all the things that he was doing, I was like, that's cool. One day. Yeah. One day I want to do that. But then I also had all these big dreams of working for this big firm and doing all the big brands and doing all this, like all I, I had lists of big companies I wanted to work for, but then life lifed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I got to move to Sacramento. Yeah. And I got a marketing job up here and then the housing crisis happened and mm -hmm. our biggest client was them. I wasn't ready to start a business. But the universe said I was ready and said, you know um, you need to start. Yeah. I was like, okay. All right. And I thought I'd just do it until things got better. But paying for childcare and going back, I was like, I just make enough for everything else and not childcare. Right. And stay home. Create your own life. Create your own schedule. Yeah. 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 yeah create your own balance too. Yeah. yeah. So we're... I guess as we talk about intentions, we talk about the new year, were those, it sounds like, I mean, you had goals in mind. You yeah. had things you wanted to do. Um, do you ever feel like there was maybe a grieving process to let go of some goals to pursue oh, others? 100%. Yeah. And I even think that's what happened at the end of this past year. Yeah. That's why it was so hard for me to like, and I, I and be, instead of trying to just pick the ones, I was trying to do the all. Mm. And so all fell instead of just one or two falling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had to like figure that out. Um, but yeah, no, when I, I, so the thing that made me move to Sacramento was two days after my college graduation, I walk across the, the stage. Mm -hmm. Two days later, I find out I'm pregnant. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that like derailed a lot of things. And honestly, I kind of lost some of my college friends that way. Wow. Because they thought I was throwing my life away. They thought I was throwing my career away. They thought I wasn't going to be able to do anything yeah like for reals and I was like the fuck right life's not over it's just you know taking a different detour taking a different Take, route taking a different route yeah, yeah. it kind of sucks it's not exactly what I planned but what am I gonna do right might as well go for it let's I mean it's, it's gonna work it'll be fine so now I look back and I'm like this month actually on the 26th I'll be celebrating 11 years of having a license for this business and running it as a legit business. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. So that I look at that and I'm like, fuck all y'all that thought right. I was throwing my career away. Yeah. Because I know a lot of those people work in corporate jobs, have the big jobs in the cities. They're still working like hella hours, still yeah. like slaving away. And I'm like, you know what? That would have been cool. I know the money's good. I know the money's good. Right. But I got to live a life with my kids. Yeah. I look back and we have memories and we can like, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, and that's how I live too. I don't think that, you know, monetary is always the marker of success. Yes. You know, it's um, as you kind of go through it, and sometimes you do, like we, you grow up thinking, okay, I'm going to go to school, go to college, get this job and work for this company and all of that. But then you look back on it, like those are not the things we're going to remember at the end of our lives. Nope. At all. Nope. Like, you're going to remember those trips you took. Yeah. Trips yes. And, yeah. The people mm -hmm. um, that really kind of made that impression on your life, whether that be your kids, your community, all of that. Cause yeah. I can look, I can remember some projects that I've done in my lifetime, but I don't remember all of them because 
at the end of the day, yeah. like, do they really matter? No. You know, in the grand yeah. scheme of things. <laughs> so how do you take, now as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. how do you take certain intentions and goals and like, how do you plan those efforts? I know, I think this is a past conversation we've had that you plan every three months. So I, yes. So okay. I do um, a big plan. I didn't do it this year. I, I used the last five years. I would lock myself away in a hotel room or an Airbnb. Uh-huh. Before I had money for that, I would kick everybody out of my house for a weekend. <laughs> um, and I would sit and I would intentionally work on my business. Mm-hmm. I am always working on everybody else's business. And it's yeah. hard for me to find time to work on my business. So I would set a time at the end of the year and set some goals for the next year. Just write out every month kind of the things I want to do every month. Yeah. Maybe if I already have some things planned, like Retober, I would put on October. Put like other things like I don't want to do stuff during this month because I've learned that the end of the school year is crazy. Yeah. I don't want to be doing all kinds of projects, events, whatever. So June, May, June is kind of like, <laughs> yeah. so I kind of put these things out. But yes, I actually have quarter one already planned out. I already know what I want to do January, February, March before January, February, March hits. Yeah. And then like end of February, beginning of March, I'll do the next quarter. I don't do, <clears throat> I used to do very, very, very hard, strict goals. Yeah. Like very, like very specific goals. Now I don't do that because I would miss them and I'd be pissed. Yeah. But now I do like, I want to work out more this quarter because it doesn't always have to be work stuff. Right. Or I want to get on to, I want to get one more client this quarter or something like that. Like I'll make it a, a little smaller goal. Yeah. A little bit more manageable, a little bit more feasible kind of goals. But yes, planning in quarters works uh, because a year is too much to think about. Yeah. You just don't know what's going to happen between now and then too. Yes. (laughs) One month, not enough time to really get some goals done. Yeah. To really put some focus onto some things and really get some things settled. You know, Mm -hmm. first month you're spending getting together. Second month you're putting it out there. Third month you're like still trying to nurture it and make sure it stays alive. Yeah. So that's why I like to do the quarter. And plus, everybody talks about quarters in business. Quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, four. Easier to separate it out. Quarter four, I know that I'm like slower. So I try to like ramp up other quarters. So Mm -hmm. yes, plan in quarters. Do a whole year, like basic, basic plan. Yeah. Just to look at it. And just also to plan your life too. Don't just like do it for all work. Yeah. Like I know that I have a lot of birthdays at a certain time of year. Okay. So I don't want to be doing a bunch of events and stuff because I'm going to be burnt out. Yeah. Like you say that I'm, you know, all bubbly and stuff. Now this is a whole other character because <laughs> regular old Marie is just chill. And like, I don't want to be, I want to be in my pajamas at home. Yeah. And like having a glass of wine or a little whatever, whatever. And like just chilling. I don't want to be out and about and doing the parties and the super socializing, but I know I need to. Right, right. It's, yeah. I mean, it's part of work, too, yeah. as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. There's work. There's networking. Um, but, I mean, there's also challenges, right? Yeah. And as you talked about towards the end of the year and other times in your life, we face challenges. And, you know, we're not always crushing it. We're not always, you know, social yeah. media is definitely a um, uh, a highlight reel. Yes. For, oh, for, for sure. For it, sure. It just is. Um, you know, life gets tired of us. We get tired of it. Um, and it just happens. Yes. Like, how do you overcome challenges and kind of come out in the unbalanced, I guess, in terms of being an entrepreneur, because there is, you know, there is no 
I guess, giving up per se. There's yeah. rerouting. Yeah. There's reinventing. There's redesigning. Yes. Yes. There's all <laughs> kinds of those things for sure. For sure. Like you need to, um, sometimes you have to sit back and it depends on the situation. Yeah. Depends how, depends how good the hands life has. Like, are they really beating you up? Sometimes you just need to really like just close down, stop, yeah. reset yourself, find your, find your center again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I tell everybody to have an outlet, a healthy outlet, because there's lots of outlets oh, out there, <laughs> but the healthy ones, like I go to the movies at least three times a month. Oh yeah. You take yourself out on dates. Yep. Yes. By myself. Yeah. Sometimes I take my kids, but I like to take myself in the middle of the night, like the last, last showing of whatever it is. Yeah. I love going late at night I, or in the middle of the day, something to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And I like doing the movies because everyone's like, oh, watch movies at home. I can be on my phone at home. Yeah. I can be doing other stuff while watching a movie at home. But when I'm in the movie theater, I am not that rude. I'm not going to be on my phone. Yeah, you're cued into the actual movie. Yeah. Yes, and I'm surrounded and I have to sit here and I'm stuck. And it's kind of a nice way for me to kind of just unwind. Yeah. And I like driving in my car. I, love, I have a billion miles on my car. Because I like to get in my car, crank the music up, and just go. Oh, I love driving. Oh, yeah. I love driving around. Yeah. Just no purpose at all. Just mm-hmm. driving and getting around and turning the music on and letting everything that I'm going through come out through whatever song I have playing right now. Yeah. Because, you know, you hear different things when you're going through different things. That's real. That's so real. playing that music, I'm like, oh, God, that's right. That's what I'm going through <laughs> right now. Uh, um, and also... Having people, yeah, having people that can keep you straight, tell you like it is, even when maybe you like, instead of treating you like kid gloves, they're going to keep it real with you. Yeah. Um, but also having those people that are going to treat you with kid gloves and give you a little of that softness, you know what I mean? Because sometimes you need that. Like, I've known a lot of entrepreneurs and we're badasses. We're, we're tough. We need to be tough. We need to be resilient. We need to be all these things. So it's hard for us to be soft. Yeah. So having somebody that can be that for you, let you be that version of you. Yeah. Because you need to let go. And like sometimes shit just falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have people that just keep you in check. Like, oh, I'm going to do this. Do you you really think you should do that? Right. Are Are you sure? Like being that Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Just letting you know. And like, but you listen to them because you value their opinion or they've been there for you or, you know, like yeah. just ha- making sure you have those people. Cause you can't just be any old person that you No, meet. we just can't, <laughs> we just can't do it all by ourselves. Yes. Like as much as entrepreneur is a, you know, it's, it's, it's solo and people are doing, you're, we're not doing it by ourselves. Oh, no. None of this is built on our own. Um, and it's not always whether, you know, when people give thank you speeches, right. And they get an award, they're always thanking people mm-hmm. and they're talking about, you know, their accomplishments. But I think the opposite end hold, holds true when we're by ourselves and we're in those moments that we're just not feeling it and we're just tired of it. So, um, <laughs> the, uh, Twitch thing. Yeah. Okay, um, that came at the very, very end of me being dark. Like I was finally coming out of this like dark asshole, mm-hmm. and that happened. Mm. And then everybody's talking about he was so happy, he was so this, his kids, his that, and they were just like saying all these things. And these are people that I obviously have never been there. 
Right. Like you have never been in this deep, dark asshole. Like you have no idea because I could tell you all kinds of dark ass shit right now that you would be like, what? Yeah. I had no idea. You're so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's social media. Yeah. That's great. But if you talk to like some people that really, really, really know me, they know I'm going through some shit. Yeah. They know I've been through some shit. They see me cry. They, You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So watching that happen really was like, okay, I was almost there. Like yeah. real talk, I was almost there. Like I was yeah. close to that. And I'm like, and this guy is rich. Right. Right. This guy, I, I'm stressing about money mostly. And this guy literally like has, he has that. everything. And he's not, yeah. And, and it still, still got him. Yeah. It still got him. Have you, um, there's this movie, Slumberland. I, I know it. I haven't watched it, but I know what you're talking about. I can see I mean, visuals. my kids knew I was going to watch it because <laughs> I'm he's in it, so I had to watch it. Um, so they talk about the darkness, and it's always this cloud that's coming like after you. Mm-hmm. Like The visual of the darkness was like, that's what it's like. It's always around. Yeah. Sometimes it's further away, but as somebody that suffers from, has dealt with social or social uh <laughs> mental health stuff. Yeah. That's always there. Yeah. It's sitting there. It's sitting in the back corner, but I got lights on bright and you can't get out of that corner. You only stay in the dark. Right. Right. And um watching that stuff with Twitch happen and watching all this stuff after, I was like, no, I can't do this shit again. Yeah. Working at my bullshit part-time job that I got like with these fucking kids. I'm like, I can't do this shit again. We ain't going to be here in December 2023. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. So um, I don't even know where we we started with this question. Uh, Where did we start? (laughs) What's funny is that led into my next question. Okay, what was the next question? (laughs) Oh, we were talking about challenges. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. My next question was, I guess, in what ways... How, how, in what ways have you reinvented yourself or do you plan to reinvent yourself over the course of your career, given life, given, you know, parenthood, your career, all of those things? Well, parenthood plays a big part in it. You're going to see that. Like you're going to see, it's going to be beautiful to be able to be at home with your child, Mm -hmm. be able to have the schedule flexibility when they're doing a school field trip and all that kind of stuff. My kids don't need that for me anymore. Yeah. They need a different version of me, right? Mm -hmm. But that also allows me to be a different version of myself. Yeah. I get to think about that. Yeah. I get to be at this thing right here. Yeah. Five years ago, I couldn't do this. Mm -hmm. I want to have EJ on my freaking right next to me asking me for stuff and (laughs) I got to leave because she's got dance. You know, like I wouldn't have had this flexibility I have now. So I have been, I think that was a, a big part of how the end of last year happened was I wasn't adapting to the new things that the new ways of life yeah um all these things were changing and I wasn't adapting I was still trying to be on this mm-hmm. tunnel and I'm like oh I'm gonna focus on this and this is what I'm gonna do yeah no 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 you need to kind of move with the waves right different Go seasons for yeah for different priorities and different versions of ourselves so now that I can do more I'm trying to do more yeah I'm trying to get out there more not just be behind a computer because that's where I spent most of first six seven years of my business I barely saw clients, barely, 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 because nobody did Zoom. <laughs> nobody yeah. did Zoom. Nobody was like, Zoom, what? No, I'm not doing that. Call me. Come see me. It was always that. So I was like, well, I'm not driving up to Roseville to go see you for a 10-minute conversation and your bill's only $50. That's not going to work. Right. Um, 
So getting out there, doing more of that stuff, uh, life gets more expensive. I mean, we're talking about college now for my daughter. Yeah. So that's a whole nother, like you think 18 and they're done and you're, that, no, no, no. It's for life. Yes. For life. Yeah. Well, and I was a kid that didn't have support during college and I, and she's heard those horror stories. So I'm like, no, you're not going to go through that. You're going to have to work part time. Right. We're going to be real, but you'll have me to fall back on. You'll have a house to come to. You don't have to worry about rent all the time or whatever. Like we'll, we'll work it out. Um, so just changing my life, my work life to fit that future. Cause they're not going to need me. Yeah. They need me less and less every day. Yeah. Um, what am I going to do? I don't want to have that freak out, like emptiness syndrome, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can slowly kind of start to reinvent or kind of reroute your life, but that doesn't mean it has to be negative, right? It can be so positive in the things that you're like, wait, I never got to do that because of this. I never got to even think about, you know, exploring that avenue. And so now it's kind of, I guess that with being an entrepreneur, you're able to kind of take kind of the natural route of life. Because we have control of it. Yes. Because we like when you're working for somebody else, they have control of your trajectory within that business. Right. But when it's your business, you can say what you want to do. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, everything's going to shit right now. So I'm going to kind of abandon ship, burn the whole thing down, and we're going to start over. <laughs> right. Or I'm going to add a new wing or I'm going to do this. Like I can do whatever the I want because this is mine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what I want it to be. If I don't want it to be here anymore because that's not what I want to do anymore, then we can cut that out. Yeah. And I've come to you when I was feeling that with yeah. social media, when I was just like, oh my gosh, this is draining. We were eating ice cream in the summertime yes. and I was like, oh my gosh, this is draining. This is that. And that's how you introduced me to Mario and mm-hmm. here in Sacramento. And now we're here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that was only a few months ago. Yeah. You know, what's funny. That was like three days before I found out I was pregnant. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you're yeah. going to always remember those little things like around when you found out you're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember no. like I was doing this right around. Yeah, yeah, never because I think that was like a Sunday we met, mm. and I think I found out on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, no, life really happens that quickly, and you know, just I learning from you and seeing things that you've grown through is yeah. able to help me see, like, hey, like whether or not you feel like it's a positive example, it can be a positive Thank example you. to others. Yeah, you're like, hey, this happens, life happens, and yeah. we're able to kind of see people on the other side of things, see people when they're in. The deepest parts. Yes. Um, but that's how communities built. That's how vulnerability is built. And like you said, your brand. That's yeah. how you build your brand too. Whether that's your personal brand, professional, um, that's that's all that makes you you. And, and that's what brings people to like support you in a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Like when you have conversations with people and you're really vulnerable, one, they know they can be vulnerable with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like so that can come back around. So when they're feeling at their lowest they know that they can reach out to you because you're not going to, you're not going to, you're going to understand. Yeah. Or you're just going to let them say it because you may not understand, but you're going to like understand the feeling. Yeah. Right. The need for an outlet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've, I've gotten the greatest like connections through that. I mean, I think that's kind of how Mario and I like connected first was like through yeah. like that because I met him, but like really connected through Instagram. Right. Um, Elise, uh, the, the bald head with the wellness stuff and yeah. the pictures and all that. Um, she and I met one time in person 
And I swear, like, we were, like, made to be friends. Yeah. Like, we talk all the time on Instagram through text and all this stuff. And it's just, like, easy. Like, yeah. you know? And that's because we've both opened up to each other. And, like, we can share those, everything. Everything. Yeah. And you yeah. need those people in your life. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And I love when like you, you were talking about how yeah, you may meet through being a client or you may meet through business, mm-hmm. but like that could the connections are really made through other parts of your life. And oh, kind yeah. of like ebbs and flows. And so I actually wanted to get into a little bit of pairing because I know the yes. first natural wine that you actually tried was me sharing something that I love with you. Yep. yep. Um, and I shared the Two Shepherds Carbonic Carignan. Mm-hmm. The bottle was called Wiley at the time. Magenta colored, fuchsia. It was beautiful. Um, chilled red wine. And I shared it with you and because you had never had natural wine yep. after, after all the work that we did on my logo and all stuff. I was like, you never actually had it. And so I shared that bottle with you one of my favorites that summer and you paired it with the e40 and two short verses <laughs> yes with and your best friend with my best friend we were yes. in our pajamas <laughs> drinking out of mugs sitting on a giant bean bag and a couch or a computer chair yeah looking at the computer screen because this was before like they got it really you know, big oh, and they, stuff. Yeah, they didn't have it together before. Yeah. We had to kind of, we, we were all drawn to verses. Yes. We were all at home. And it was just so exciting. Yeah. And so that was actually a perfect pairing, like unintentionally a perfect pairing for that. Yes. So I know you have a couple things for me, activities and things yes. that I'm going to kind of share a perfect wine to be shared with those activities. Because um, it's not always about food. It's about, you know, the people, the yes. community, the mm-hmm. doing. And that's how memories are built. And, you know, sometimes wine is just part of that. And that totally was. That night, like, <laughs> that was totally a part of it. Because even my friend was like, this is actually good. What's in this? And she, like, grabs the bottle. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you got, I got to introduce you to my friend Nadia. And I, like, sent, yeah. gave her your Instagram and stuff. I was like, man, I just told her, like, 12 things that I thought about wine. And she was like, okay. And this is what came out of it. And she was like, no way. I was like, yes. Love and it. it's perfect. Um, and I think you did it for my one of my anniversaries for my business because yeah. I did it virtually and you got, got me like the right bottle and it was perfect too because I was me by myself yeah <laughs> doing the live for right. for like the first cup and a half um, <laughs> and then like I drank the rest by myself and I was like man like, this is good this is the way to celebrate yeah. my my anniversary um but yes yeah, so I thought of something since the Valentine's Day is coming up yeah um I thought of I was listening to music. I was like, I'm going to start with music because you, you mentioned that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, I can do that. Do you know who Robert Glasper is? No, I don't. Oh, man. Oh, maybe I can um, play something for you real quick. But he's more like, okay, well, I'll explain it. He's okay. like a jazzy hip hop kind of person. Ooh, okay. 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 Um, he does collab albums. It's called Black Radio. He's okay. like got three albums, one, two, and three. He has more, more stuff. And he's done... Um, Remember the movie The Photograph? Yeah. Was, yes. He oh. did the music for that. Okay. Okay. So you get the vibes of his music, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So very chill, kind of jazzy, but like yeah. more modern and kind of hip hop-ish, right? Yeah. And you're on a date. Yeah. So just like a nice two-person little thing, listening to that kind of music. Because, you know, if I just would have said jazz, I mean, this is more jazz like a- Jazz would have gone like red wine. I yes, feel like it would have been Yes, but this is like, more like a- 
hip. It's hip. Okay. Yes. So I would choose um, a bottle by Ashanto Wines. Okay. Um, uh, they're based out of Sonoma County, Ashanto Wines, and it would be the Rosado. A Rosado is a wine that's actually, it's technically a red, mm-hmm. um, but it's a lighter red, but way darker than a rosé. Okay. So I that's what I feel for that. Because okay. it's like it, it has that classic play on a red wine, but it has that uplift and kind of that... You don't, you don't want to get too serious. Yeah. It's like, you know, still a date. Or I'm going to send you so some of his music for wine. sure. You're, yeah. you're going to have to dive on his music Ooh, for a little okay. bit. Yes. Because I think you hit it right on the, like just like, describing the wine. <laughs> like, yes, that's going to be it. Okay. So another one was with your girlfriends. Yeah. Not like a, we're not talking a lit night. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about a bunch of, like some of us are moms. Yeah. We're a little bit more, you know. Uh, well refined <laughs> but we're not you know we're like in that we're got our lives kind of together not really we're yeah. all we're all bitching about life <laughs> right we're hanging out we're enjoying life but it's not like a turn up we're going to the club kind of thing okay is this yes. evening or is it during the day like sunday oh. afternoon brunch are we thinking like you know evening we don't have the kids so evening we don't have the kids Ooh. yes okay okay I think I would go Grenache. I would go Grenache. Uh, Grenache is a medium-bodied red wine. Because, you know, a lot lot of people think about Pinot Noir, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone knows Pinot Noir. But Grenache has more of this plush, pairs with like a roasted vegetable or like flatbread type of thing going on. Oh, that's that's a girl's night in. Yeah. Bread, yo, yes. Yes, all the way. (laughs) I was smelling bread when I was walking up the stairs, actually, to get to the studio. And I was like, oh, man. Uh, But yeah, a Grenache. Yeah, specifically, I choose the Grenache by Tessier. She's a woman winemaker. She's yes. been a guest on this show. I think I met her, right? Yes. Yes, yes I yes, did. Yes, yes, uh-huh. um, But yeah, that that's that's exactly what I have in mind. See, and everybody that's listening to this, this is why <laughs> you go to her because you can come up with some random stuff and she's just like, boom, because we did not discuss this. No, we didn't. Before like, oh, what does she have for me? <laughs> <laughs> and like the Robert Glasper one was like, yes, I'm going to like do that one. Because I was yeah. like, that's totally like some wine drinking music. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, and one day I'm going to make it to one of his concerts. That's like on my bucket list. Yeah, it sounds like a vibe. It yes. Like a vibe. He was in Napa. His, he did like a, a festival Erica Badu was there. Like there was Oh my gosh. Okay. Common, all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. Tickets sold out like in an hour. Oh, I'm sure. I was like, damn. Well, it was too it was pricey. So I was like, (laughs) I don't think I can make it. But yes. Um, I'm gonna have to send you his music. Yes, Yes, please. Yes. Please. Okay, give me one more. One more. Okay. I'm gonna have to come up top because I only came with two. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Another mom one. Okay. Chilling at home. By yourself, it's been a long day. Okay. Kids are finally chilling out. Everybody's doing their thing. And you finally got like 10 minutes to yourself. What am I drinking? Hmm. Do you know what season it is? We'll say it's summer because that's when kids are wild. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, okay. I would choose a Chablis. A Chablis is um, a white wine. Chablis is a region in France. Um, and this is like a high altitude, um, high acidity, but um, less of the, it's a Chardonnay technically. That's mm-hmm. where Chablis grows. But it's, it's. Not that, not like California Chardonnay, where you think about like a body and almost like syrupy yeah. white wine. This is like almost like on a high note. It's almost like a white wine you want to celebrate with. Yeah. There's no bubbles in yeah. it, but it's just something really special to just kind of 
sip and breathe. Um, <laughs> it's like an exhale. I, I, I haven't even had this wine, but I can envision me like sitting there like, okay. Yes. It's so, not that bad. <laughs> I think of that because I saw a bottle of it at Betty, the new wine bar mm-hmm. um, on T Street, T and 11th here in Sacramento. And I saw a bottle and the bottle's like 90 something dollars, right? And it's up on the higher shelf. And I looked and I was like, okay, so when I can drink again, after, <laughs> after this baby's out, I'm, I'm getting that bottle. Do you have a list of like new wines you need to try yeah, as soon as baby's I do. Yeah. I do. Um, it's actually hard for me to scroll on Instagram lately and see all the different new releases and different wines. You're like, I'm like, I'm but there are some out. winemakers where I'll just DM and be like, hey, so save me one of those. I'm, you know, my goal is to gather up a little like case, like a 12 pack. Mm, there you I'm go. Like, That's my kind of mommy my juice. Wish list. Yeah. 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 yeah <laughs> for after April. So, yes. I love yeah. that. Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. And I see baby clothes and I think of you now. <laughs> I'm going to be that auntie showing up with random stuff and you're going to be like, okay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's, I mean, thank you so much for coming on. Of course. This was so much fun. And I, what's really funny is that I got to learn so many new things about, we talk all the time and I mm-hmm. get to learn so much about you, but I learned so many new things um, with an unscripted conversation. So I really yeah. love that. It was just kind of a key into kind of the the vulnerability and the... Um, heart of not just you, but I think our relationship as well. And if anybody out there is ever feeling like I don't got nobody, yeah, I can't talk to nobody, the shit I'm going through is so bizarre, people is going to judge me. Yeah. Slide in my DMs. Yeah. I so where bet can you, they find you? Oh, where you can find me. Yeah. At Mrs. M-R-S-R-I-E Design um, on Instagram and pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> um but no, for reals, yeah. like anybody, if you ever feel like the world is hella dark, yeah, um, give me a call. Give, shoot me a message. Um, I really don't care if we don't know each other because I know how it can be. Yeah. And sometimes it's easier to tell some random ass person the bullshit going on in your life. I was really going to say that. Sometimes it's easier to just yes. kind of pour in on somebody you don't know. Yep. And sometimes it's nice to have a neutral party. And yep. if you're asking for feedback, if you're not, whether you are or not, you know, I think you're definitely that person. Yes. And I, and I will always be that person to anybody that ever feels like they are circling the drain. Because I've been there and yeah. it sucks. And I've had people help pull me out. So, yes. Definitely. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing the work that, you know, you put out and just the energy that you bring to 2023. Oh, I'm working on some things too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show, Ree. Appreciate no problem. it. No problem. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Tune in every other week for relatable natural wine knowledge and a drink wine's worth talking about. Subscribe to this podcast and I'll connect you with a wine your palate vibes with, a story that intrigues you, or simply become your go-to wine friend. Follow Nod Wines on Instagram, listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all podcast platforms. This podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento and The Law. Cheers. Cheers.